You're listening to the You Got Jobbed podcast. This is episode 17. Welcome to the You Got Job podcast. Hey! Hey, this is Suzanne Yegley and... Avril Watson. What's going on? Avril and I are having a garbage day. Like, uh, just garbage. We both had it. I actually, my day, I don't really remember it now. Let me think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not... I didn't have the best day, but... Sometimes you just have a crap day. Yeah. And then you got to come home and have a cocktail or two, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Now Suzanne's having drink number one. Yeah. She's trying to catch up. So my husband took my daughter to see Ariana Grande. <laughs> and th- to make the situation even more painful for him, today was the day when the Knicks play the Trailblazers in Portland, and he has a friend who will get them tickets, and they usually go. Oh. It only happens every two years or so, maybe, oh. that the Knicks come out here. And so he's like, please, can you take her? I was like, absolutely not. Like, I won't. I, it wasn't, was not my idea. I don't approve of that uh, situation. Not a fan of hers, so no. I understand no, why. No, she's like on some show with a squeaky voice, and or well, at least she was, and she dressed like a hoe. And I don't know. She I'm wears not. a fake ponytail all the time. I mean, she's a good singer. I'll give her that. And she does some good things on Saturday Night Live uh, with impressions. Is she a good singer? Does she, she is. She actually not yeah. auto tune. No, no. She actually can sing, but no, she just annoys the you. shit out of me. Don't so. believe you. She's no, like she can. She's like twelve years old, and she's singing how she's a dangerous woman and like rolling all over. Exactly. And just being like, look at my breasts. And whenever somebody says, look at my breasts, I just assume they're not that talented. Sorry for all the people out there who both say, look at my breasts, and <gasps> have extreme talent. I guess it's because I don't have maybe either of those i don't know anyway all right well it's kind of good that we're low energy and not very happy oh no is it a bad interview well (laughs) oh no it's a mortician (laughs) it's a mortician yeah exactly it's about death oh see Um, i was close and i no, it's not about death but i remember doing this interview so again like uh, whatever 2002 time frame ish here i'm gonna hand you your paper all right but don't open it yet um I remember thinking, like, at the time, I had only interviewed, like, friends of mine and people who were our age or what, you know, and we were 28 or something or 26, I don't know. And so it was all, like, funny kids kind of thing. And then this was somebody's dad. This was like, oh, no. You really. But you interviewed my mom and that's she true, was like that's halfway true. decent. Yes, well, I then, guess. Then, then I, I will know. just, then I'll brag about this interview by saying it's probably halfway decent as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> just as good as my mom's. No, I know, and I don't even remember your mom, so I can't comment. But, um, oh my God, that's right. We still have to take her picture. Anyway, um, before we get started, um, let's see, is there anything to catch up with on. Next week, or last week's episode. Last week's episode. Lifeguard. Did we mention anything? We did all the potato chip flavors. Yeah, I had stuff written down, but I didn't. Um, Whip it? You didn't know how to spell it. Right. And I figured that out. I still haven't. No. Okay, but here's, so this is, 
not exciting to anyone, but I, I'm working with this guy who's, you know, supposed to help me get my shit together. And so have more, maybe more than five people listen to the podcast and he is like making recommendations. So if you visit my website, you'll notice that it's constantly changing, but he, <laughs> we met, I don't even want to say this part, but we met and he's like, he's like, what the hell is going on with like, your website? What's with all this orange? He's like, well, first of all, Mike was like, you look way too orange. So anyway, my status update with the social media guy, he's like, well, the good news is, you know, we have lots of room for growth. And he shows me this picture, this image, website hits for the week. One. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, wait, I've been there more than one, and I've gone from different machines. Well, it's not counting more than you. One. No, but it doesn't know it's me. I don't know. Like, if I go to it on my phone, it doesn't know that it's me. Anyway, I'm trying like hell to make pictures and make things more interesting, and um, you know. Uh, and I am going to start consistently. I've started using Twitter, like, actually. And, but the problem is, like, you know, you want to go on Twitter and, like, get ideas for fun things to, like, reply and and post yourself and blah, blah, blah. But everything out there is just politics, politics, politics. I know. It's BS. Well, like. Hey, why don't you just follow Kim Kardashian and see? Because oh, no. she has a shit ton of followers. Oh, God. Whatever no. she's doing is working. You oh, need to post no. a picture of yourself naked, Suzanne. That's what you need Ooh, to do. Oh, a sex tape? I need to film my and I. And I'll accidentally, God, I'll accidentally leak it. My mother-in-law is going to be listening to this. And she's like, wait, why is are you she, talking is about she, making she, a sex tape oh, with my son? No, I don't know. Is your I don't know. That you have. I I don't know week. if she's I who the hell knows. Anyway, so but for the listener, you know, oh no, here's what we're gonna do from now on, uh, and maybe even go back an episode or two. I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do more of a play by play for the interviews, and then actually post pictures and things that we say that we're gonna do and we haven't done yet. And I'm gonna try to do it consistently, right? So at least once a week, you know, there'll be stuff out there that might be relatively interesting so if you are like hey okay anyway so it's my name suzanneyegley.com or yougotjob.com they both go there and um and there you go and there's an you can sign up for my email list which is going to send you content which i haven't determined yet it's probably just more links to shit but who knows you know come on add some spice to your life and Hey, at least we're not doing like, oh my God, I'm just going to call it out. I listen to this podcast called Pod Save America, which fucking everybody listens to because it's politics. And they must do about, and if they're, they're never going to listen to this, but it, they must do 40 minutes of content and 20 minutes of commercials. It's just like every five minutes they're like, and you know what you should use is Squarespace. And then, oh, they don't do bonobos, but it keeps coming to my mind. Anyway, they do all these ads just over and over. And it's like right in the middle and they work it into the content, which is natural and funny, but also annoying because you don't want to fast The bigger you get, the more advertising you have to have. That's just the way of the world. Yes. Well, we'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead and read the fucking title already. <laughs> it's all in caps again. Tell me about your lights in the sky. An interview with Larry... Happening. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say his name. It's and true. It is like, what's happening? Yes. Yeah. I was like, rerun. What's happening? All right. Rear, rear, Before rear, you rear. read the next bit. Wait, what was that? Rear, rear, rear part. It's the beginning of the song. The what's happening. 
Wait, which one goes? That's Sanford and Son. That I can name that song oh my in two god. notes. That show we just watched a bit of it the other day it was so fucking funny. Oh my god, my dad is like <laughs> Sanford and Son. You know that me and yeah. Sissy, you know my sister Raylene, we call my dad's truck the Sanford and Son truck all the time because mm. he totally put the boards up on the side so you can layer all the stuff and go way up high. And we it, we called it the Starburst truck because it was, you know, orange and yellow and a shade of rust and primer and oh no hubcaps and whatever. And sometimes people would need help moving. And so my dad would just, I mean, he doesn't care about that truck. It's just no, his work truck. I know. People just need to see your dad for two seconds and see that truck for two seconds. And it makes absolute sense. Oh, my I God. Mean, it I, just. Yeah. And so we went to help somebody. Somebody wanted my kitchen table and chairs. And so we get in the Sanford and Son truck, and there's a little bit of a rust hole on the bottom by where the accelerator is. Mm-hmm. And so you can feel all the heat coming up through Ooh, onto your body. Mm-hmm. And it's just ghetto as all get out. And you're driving this truck, and people are pointing at you all the way, going, Something's happening. And Why, I, I finally, oh. I'm like, See, Look in the back and see what's going on. Why are all these people on the freeway pointing at us? Yeah. And I think, like, a chair just flew off in the middle of oh. I-5 and landed in the middle of the they freeway. They have, like, a law about, like, Carrie's law or I Jenna's mean, law. Like, somebody who doesn't want to die from a flying chair. We have Basically all their kinds law. of bungee cords and stuff. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just wasn't secure. Yes, but we just, officer. we die laughing because we think, well, we were in the Sanford and Son truck. And every what time we expect? get it, we're like, bum, 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 up. How long should I let you go on? <laughs> no, that's enough. That's enough. Wait, but oh, oh go ahead. but sometimes Wait. I look fancy. Like I'll be fancy when I'm in it. My hair's like in a French twist. I'm wearing fancy, you know, when red lipstick with my fur whatever coat on. Driving home in the Sanford. What is this? Did you drive it to your prom or something? No, I don't know. I was just at work one day. I don't know. I must have needed to borrow it for some reason, and I just was my normal self at work and thought, well, got to go get in Sanford and sudden truck now. Like it just humbles you in a way. Like who gives a crap? I don't care. Like it's a, it's a, it's a car, but at the same time, it is weird to get in there and you're wearing pumps and you looking kind of fancy, like you're going to a party or something. (laughs) Then You get in the trunk and the trunk, the truck and immediately have that song stuck in your head and think, well, what do you guys call hoopty? You always say that word hoopty. What does that mean? The hoopty is like Mac Daddy, like total like rims that yeah, are yeah, huge, like a caddy, like spinner a caddy rims, like. like a caddy. Yeah, like and the back is way lower than the front. It's yeah, like yeah. Gunk, gunk, like it. That's a hoopty. It's like on shocks and it moves like when it goes, and you got the base for days. All right, all right, wait. Okay, uh, since we're talking about 80s TV shows and you got Sanford and Son so quickly, um, do you know, I have some guy at work this day he didn't know, I was so sad. You know the expression, pretty sneaky, sis. Do you know what that's from? I do know that saying, but I right? don't know Doesn't what it's Doesn't it sound from. super familiar? Pretty sneaky, it's sis. It's not Silver Spoons. No, it's... right after he goes pretty Family sneaky. affair. No, no, oh, it's from a commercial. It. He goes, pretty sneaky, sis, and then, and then like she plays the last move and then he... Oh my God, it's like Connect Four or yes. something. Oh! That's what it was. I'm pretty sure it's Connect Four. Either like Battleship, but I think it's Connect Four. And then, uh, you know, hey, Mikey, he likes it. All right. Tell me about your lights in the sky. Without reading any further, what do you think this is about? Don't look. Don't read. 
Oh, he says, me? You're asking I'm me? I'm asking you, Lights Avril. in the sky. Tell me about know. your lights in the sky. What could this be about? I would think it was, like, about the northern lights or something. Like, he lives in wherever. Iceland. Okay. I don't <laughs> think that's what it is. Alaska. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. All right. Actually, you, it answers the question right away. And how I would even know to ask this question. But Okay, the question is, what was Project Blue Book? As if I knew this and sought the guy out. I have no... Anyway, people, you know how, go, like, I, okay, just really quickly, when I do an interview, I just talk to the person, and we just talk, and I write, I still do this, I write as fast as I humanly possibly can while they're talking, and then I type it up, and then I rearrange it so that the Q&A flows, but I don't change what they said, I just make it, put it in an order that makes, poss- hopefully, sense, but how would I, anyway, Larry... What was Project Blue Book? I would think Project Blue Book would be something about college. College. Remember, totally, you totally. Blue Books when you had to take a final test. exam. Yeah. Project Blue well, Book. Well, Larry says, Project Blue Book was the Air Force project to investigate. What? It was to investigate UFO sightings. It lasted from 1940s until 1969. Ooh, that was the year I was born. Yeah, so that's uh, interesting. That sounds like... <laughs> did you ever watch The X-Files? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. I, it makes me say? feel oh, the truth like is out there. That's he's like uh, he. I think Mulder. he is. Okay, so when did you start this job? I started in the Air Force in 1967 after college. I was a fairly new... Wait, I was a fairly new second lieutenant, and I was the UFO project officer at an Air Force base in Southern Oregon. You would think that that would not that would be in like Nevada, not Southern Oregon. I don't know. It's true, but who even? That's a crazy thing to think that the gov. Speaking of politics, though, the government is they are Wait, paying for this. They're paying to for. A, he's a second lieutenant at the. He was the UFO project officer. And so Air an Air Force, Force base. base. So do you think that the Air Force base that's in T Town, like down in Tacoma, <laughs> do you think they've got UFO project officers? No. People would laugh in their face. It really makes me feel. I mean, I don't know if the listener believes in UFOs, but I, I'm open to the idea, but I really Especially don't believe hot. in it. <laughs> Especially if right. The, the well, alien. if it's a UFO officer and they <laughs> oh, find well, like, the guy, you know, hot. I'm talking about the aliens who get off the. The, but the I, I kind of feel the same way about ghosts, right? Like, oh, do ghosts really exist? My. And some people are adamant that they mm-hmm. exist. And some people are not. And there are moments when I have, like, weird feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think, was that a ghost? You know, like, you definitely feel, like, sometimes you can walk into a house and think, somebody died here. Or something bad happened. Or why is that dog... Especially if there's blood all over the Why is that dog barking in the corner for no weird reason at all? Yeah. That's how I feel about UFOs. I just think, oh, E.T. phone home. And maybe it's a possibility. And give me some Reese's Pieces. Wait, okay, I have to tell my ghost story. Oh, you have a ghost Um, story. This, I swear to God. And you might... I don't know. I knew you back... Okay, so this was in the Congo years. Well, and by Congo, I just mean this application that... (laughs) So Avril and I, we could just, I think we could say the company. We used to work at Microsoft years ago as temps, and um, they had an application called Congo that was meant for help desk call tracking or something like that. Anyway, and uh, so Avril was on the Congo team, and we can go on and on about the Congo team later. But um, So there was a guy on my team named John Fitch, who was a lovely human being, and he had a ponytail and kind of his teeth. He had a little bit of buck teeth kind of, but he was the friendliest dude. Super cool. I remember this guy. 
Yeah, Did probably I mean not. Um, uh, maybe not. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh no, no, because yeah, we worked in first, and we worked worked in Building Eleven, and then we worked over in Issaquah. <laughs> anyway, so I worked with the guy for a while, and then we kind of became friends. And then I remember we had tickets to this concert, and the cool, but one of the cool things about him. Um, <laughs> speaking of hoopties, he had like, he had like, um, this, uh, he had like an RV that had a giant smoke thing coming outside. Anyway, he, um, lived in the singles apartment in Capitol Hill. Oh yeah. He was the manager of that building. No way. So he had, when you look at that, so people, if you know the movie singles, they have a, a Seattle apartment building in there that's still up there in Capitol Hill. It looks Hill. like Melrose Place, totally. but without the swimming pool. Totally, totally. And he lived in the manager's apartment right there on the right. And there was this woman who I could not stand. <laughs> I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. <laughs> anyway, there's this woman I couldn't stand who, oh man, she was just my nemesis. And she was like, we should work four 10 hour shifts. And we were all kind of in our 20s, you know, and single, most of us. And working four 20s, like you could make make it through by just drinking a lot of Coke, you know, and just. And kind or Mountain of, Dew that Microsoft yeah, gives you for free. Through, yeah, yeah, powering through, playing Donkey Kong Jr. once in a while, take a DKJ. break. And then. Just going home exhausted, and you do that for four days, but then you have three days off. Or it was scattered. Some people didn't have three days in a row. But John, this guy, this wonderful guy, had three days off in a row. Like, every weekend was a three-day weekend. And I think Seattle's just a weird place. It's just rainy for months, gray all the time, depressing. And anyway, he and a friend of his had tried heroin a few years before, and right around this time, he, well, when they switched to these stupid four-hour things where he had these long three-day weekends, which went, in my 20s, like, yeah, he, he went down by Pike Place, he bought some heroin, and oh, it was no. laced with something, he went back to his apartment, tried it, and died. Oh, no! Died. Yeah. What the heck? I thought this story no. was, he so just really my, took a bad turn. I know, I'm sorry, that. I'm sorry. But this is my ghost story. So, I was a wreck, and because I... I'm, I've lived a very sp- wonderful life where I haven't had people close to me die other than grandparents kind of thing. And he, I was dating William, so I was at William's house, and I was, uh, I slept over there at my boyfriend's house. And I, I was just bawling. I mean, I was a fucking, fucking wreck over this. I just couldn't believe, I was in shock. I was, because they took us into a room at work and told us that this happened, you know? And I was just like. What? Yeah. Did this was, happen? I knew you it happened when you were in the you might have just started Been brand new or yeah, something yeah yeah or, said, Phil was, okay, or maybe it. you hadn't started just yet you know yeah. like but it was definitely over in that building I remember the conference room and um and I was just a fucking mess over it and for for a couple days but anyway a day or two after it happened and I just like I've cried just so much I don't know and the one morning, so I get up and I, oh God, we got to get to the interview. But anyway, I was in the shower, taking a shower and the lights are flashing on and off, like flickering. And I was like, oh, there must be a storm. And like, I don't know about you. <laughs> this could just be my old, my mom, right? But she's like, 
when there's a storm, you don't, you get out of the shower just in case. I don't know what could happen. I don't know what the deal is, but my mom always said get out of the shower when it's... They want to be wet when, when there's like an electrical something Right, happening. something like that. So I got out of the shower and the, you know, he had, it was like the Cambrian kind of, it was like one of those old kind of apartments where they have those bulb lights over the, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like those round lights over the vanity. And so they're flickering. They're just flickering, like flick, 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 flick. And I open the door to the bathroom, like I get my towel on. I open the door to the bathroom. I look out in the hall and actually I guess the lights were off or the hall light was on, but it wasn't flickering. It was just flickering in the bathroom. So I went in the kitchen. I've turned the lights on and they were fine when I first turned them on. But within like maybe five or 10 seconds, just a crazy delay, they started flickering, like in the kitchen flickering. And I looked, I, I kind of like froze and I looked back into the bathroom and they weren't flickering in there. They were only flickering in the room where I was. I know it sounds like total horse shit, no, but it, it gave me the chills. And I was like, Jesus Christ, it's flickering. Like, and then I went back into the bathroom again, and then they started flickering when I went into the bathroom. Stranger things. I, <laughs> exactly. And then I went in the upside and down. And then you were Barb, and, Matthew, and then you were in the Dean pool. There, and the, and then I coughed a little bit. This giant snake came out. Nobody can find you yes. ever again. Oh. Oh. But after that, like, and then I woke William up, and nothing. They, none of them were flickering, period. And I, a part of me was like, he just saw me naked. And it kind of made me laugh, because his friend had said, oh, he had a crush on you. And I was like, he did? And then I was like, well, he just got to see me naked, so I don't know. Or I just, it just gave me this, I'll just never, I I know it sounds like horseshit. No, whatever. I get it. I, I mean, never had even though it sounds like total horseshit, yeah. it could have been, you know, some sort of, thunderstorm or lightning or right, something. But there was no rain. There it was gives, no thunder. It gives you, there's like some sort of feeling inside where you're like, something is wrong. Like your hair stands up on yes. your arms. Yes. And that's what makes me think once in a blue moon, maybe there's ghosts, but for for the most part, I believe they do not exist. Yeah, And that's too. kind of what I feel like about yeah, UFOs. Yeah, but yeah. I'm willing to change my mind True. if something happens. Like, I'm True. open about it, but yeah, yeah. inherently, I believe, no, they don't exist. Maybe they... So, the fact that the government is paying this guy <laughs> to be a UFO specialist okay, kind of makes me think it's BS. Okay, the job... Oh, so, here, he please. says, the okay. job was my secondary duty, so that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> it wasn't a primary. <laughs> it wasn't his primary you know duty new second lieutenants often get additional duties i was responsible for the initial field investigation of ufo sightings uh, and that, so that where, did, where did this guy live I does he say it because say yet. oh southern oregon remember oh right or at least so that's where the it, base it's was. kind of crazy to me because i think well southern oregon i mean it's not that far away from where we are here and never in my whole entire life and i grew up here have ever heard of any sort of UFO sighting yeah. ever? But that like was, it's always in that was Nevada. after you were born. It's always, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. But so. it, oh, that's true. It is always in Arizona. Right. It's, it's where they're right. basically where they're testing drones. Is right, where right, right. Like it's not in the Pacific Northwest. That's what I think. Yeah. Although it wasn't a. Uh, Although what, Southern Oregon, you're getting close to California, I guess. What's but. the David Duchovny thing you were talking about? X Files. Wasn't that that was filmed in Vancouver? But was it supposed to take place in the Northwest or no? Um, no. I'm sure it was in. Yeah, you know that's weird because I can't it was remember. New Mexico or California. And the thing is, they just had like a, a whole re- new. Yeah, did you I, watch? I it? watched all you of did? it. I did because I was. Is a there huge still fan. sexual tension between them? Or they just totally like, it on. I think they had at that point had been married, had a kid together, and what? I'd already broken up. Yeah. What? Like they they did the whole thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
that's kind of, I remember wanting them to get, it was like a, a moonlighting with a Bruce Willis know, and Sybil Shepherd where I just wanted I know. them to get together so and, bad. Like in my head, you just think that guy is not that cute, but there was something. Wait, about David that. Duchovny or Bruce Willis? David Duchovny. Oh, oh, fuck yes, he's cute. I, but in a nerdy way, maybe. You know what I mean? And then you watch the show, and you watch the show, and you think, "Ooh, that guy's hot." <laughs> like, there's something about <laughs> it. Yeah. There is the best. Oh, see now, this is something I should write down. But there's well, when I do my show notes, I'm gonna find this. He. It's so fucking funny. He's on Larry Sanders, the Gary Shandling show mm-hmm. on HBO. David Duchovny is. And he's like, he keeps calling. He'll call Larry at home late at night and be like, we should hang out. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we should hang out. And he's like, well, what are you doing this weekend? You should come up, stay the night. And he's just like, what are you? It's just so great. And then at one point, I think he comes over and he's wearing like a bathrobe or I don't know. Anyway, I think he's hot. He's hot to touch. I agree. That he's got that sex addiction, right? So he's going to cheat on you. So that's not a thought. Totally. All right. What did you think when they asked you to do this job? Did you believe in UFOs at the time? I was interested. I'd always been real interested in UFOs. I've always tried to be an open-minded skeptic. He sounds okay, a lot. This guy, you and he Larry. He sounds like us. You could channel Larry. I mean, where's Larry at this point in my life, right? Although he, he could is be dead. a lot older than me. But he could be <laughs> my sugar daddy. 15 years ago. Eh, he was probably only well, in his 60s. Uh, that's my piece. Yeah, that's like my dad's age. He's pushing it. Okay. How many reports did you get? Oh, reports like UFO. How many people called him and said, hey, I saw a UFO? We would get a report once every few months. Sometimes two or three people would report the same sighting. Ooh, now see, this is what makes me think it could be real. But maybe it was just like a shooting star maybe. or a comet. Or, or maybe it was people from um, like one of these planets where they've recently found life and they're trying to contact us. Right. He, Larry does say, but that was rare. <laughs> Usually they reported that they saw a tiny light running across the sky at midnight. Hmm. I wonder why it was always at midnight. Because <laughs> they were Do you drunk. think they're high? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. In fact, <laughs> was I it always on a Saturday early. night? I'm just wondering. Yeah, never midweek. In general, it could be accounted for by birds, meteorological... I can't... I cannot say this. I can't <laughs> you say You had this. too much to drink. I had two cocktails, so it's hard. Meteorological phenomena. Oh, balloons, aircraft. But a certain number couldn't be explained. We would only submit a report if the sighting couldn't be explained. We submitted our reports to the Condon Committee in Colorado. Good God in heaven, say that ten times fast. (laughs) The Condon Committee in Colorado. Condon Committee in Colorado. You're doing it. I did it twice. How long did you hold this job, Larry? I did it for a couple of years, and I'm not sure that I submitted more than three reports. (laughs) Okay, now we're getting down to the brass tacks. Yeah. The last sighting I remember was reported after Project Blue Book had been terminated. Oh, Oh, it sounds like the X-Files for reals now. It was reported by two Air Force sergeants and their wives. That sounds a little bit shady. (laughs) They had seen what they thought was a UFO landing. They were standing at the bottom of a mountain, and they saw the landing a few thousand feet up. So I hiked up there with the sergeant, holding a camera in one hand and a Geiger counter in the other. He led me to where it landed, and there was higher than normal background radiation there, but no sign of a landing. What? This is cracking me up, honestly. I'm thinking, this is this guy's job for real. He's holding a Geiger counter. It's like a midnight. He's like walking up the side well, of a mountain. Well, I think he probably went the next day, don't you think? I, he doesn't say that he... I don't know. All right. It says midnight. 
All right, here. No sign of a landing. No sign of a landing. And I lost my spot. Geiger uh, counter. I wasn't sure what the normal count there was, so I had nothing to compare it to. The first picture I took had what looked like small flames coming out of the ground. What? Hmm. Which left me amazed, but it's not really proof. The camera never did that before or since, so it may have just been a strange reaction with the film. But the timing definitely made you think. Was there a speak and spell, I wonder, that said E.T. phone home? What is that reference? <laughs> E.T. No, I know, but was there a speak and spell? Yes, hello. I need it's to the watch main it. thing. Oh my gosh, what Suzanne, come on. It was. Does he does he do boobless and like turn it upside down? The whole down? thing is he's <laughs> did you shell oil seven one zero blah 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 blah. Wait for people who didn't have calculators in grade school and weren't juvenile delinquents. In fact, my daughter got a calculator for her birthday one year, and Mike, the first thing he wrote, I didn't boobs. I, he wrote boobies, yeah, and he flipped it upside down, and you get it's like eight zero zero eight one three five. It's the same thing as when you. Put a 33 <laughs> album on and then you try Spin to play it, back it backwards and, and it says, devil. you are the devil. You will die. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. Wait, what were, what did you just, what were you talking about right before the that? The speak and spell. I can't believe oh, you didn't know no. that's like a, a major portion of the movie E.T. No. I mean, that's how he's trying to phone home. On a fucking speak and spell? Yes! Use a telephone, dum-dum. He don't know. It's a speak and spell <laughs> was point. like the he thing of the, the time. He doesn't know the human technology. He's right. like he didn't stick his head in the microwave. <laughs> they probably didn't have that either. Okay, anyway. What were most people like who reported sightings? Were any of them sort of crazy? Cuckoo, cuckoo. They were all serious. Reasonably credible people. Reasonably credible. Reasonably credible people. Once I got a report from a guy who was out hunting who said he was tempted to take a shot at a UFO. Thankfully, he didn't. Well, who cares if he did anyways if it didn't exist? Oh, Larry, you're losing credibility, <laughs> credibility with me as uh, further as the... But interview goes. What do you go when you go out to you go out to an interview guide? He's like, I was hunting and I was tempted to take a shot at this UFO. Oh, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I mean, these guys, these creatures, guys. Maybe it's all fucking women. These these women aliens come down. They spend you know years getting here, and then some fucking redneck hunter guy. Oh, sorry, some hunter. Some wonderful man who enjoys hunting for fun and pleasure. You know, I'd be concerned about the hot button issue that I just brought up, but uh, <laughs> since no one listens We're to the podcast, we're not going to go down that I'm road fine. right now. Anyway, some hunter kills the only proof of life that we have from other planets. So hunters, just be be cognizant that it could be aliens out there. But then it could have been a shooting star, and thankfully he didn't. I mean, who gives a crap? I don't know. Anyways. All right. After holding this job for a few years, did you believe in, oh, do you believe in UFOs? I'm still very skeptical, though there are still some sightings that haven't been explained. However, the vast majority were explained to the Air Force, the Air Force's satisfaction so in 1969, the project was canceled. Uh-uh. The year that I was born. Um, I was one of the last UFO project officers left. At the peak of the sightings in the 60s, there were over a thousand sightings in a year. I mean, that is, that's pretty progressive for back in that time, if you think about it. Like 1967 to 1969. Right. 
when no technology existed and these people are like, I saw a UFO. There's something that flew through the sky that makes me think that there's something out there. Nowadays, I don't know. I just feel like people were so innocent back then and nobody thought about that kind of stuff. So it just seems kind of progressive to me for the time. It seems backward to me. Like, Is it? Well, like, who's going like to say they saw a UFO now? A lot of people. More than a thousand a yes, year? Yes. I feel like people, a ton of people, there's a whole show about <laughs> ghosts. I mean, there's like all these different. Wait, what's the whole show about ghosts? Ghost hunters or whatever. Oh. I don't Lucy watched something called Paranormal Activity or something. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like ghosts are different from aliens. You think, all right, here's something we have to determine for the follow-up is, do, are there more or fewer than a thousand UFO sightings a year in in 2017? You think more. We need to look this This up. This is a follow-up question for I asked a hundred people. Do you, are you, and you think it's more than a thousand people now uh, per year report UFO sightings? I would say yes. Whoa. I mean, think about that whole Area 51. Is that what it's called? Area 57. Area 51-ish. I have this job. I don't believe in it, so I don't really know. But there's like a whole museum there yeah. and blah, blah, blah. People blah. All, I thought when the X-Files ended, everybody kind of gave it up. Don't all the Trekkies and all that know. stuff believe in that kind of we stuff? Had, I had this job one time, and I'm not even going to say where or when, but I had a job where my responsibility was maintaining um, some servers, like some corporate servers. And, Boring. And my boss <laughs> would install SETI at home on them, which is the alien tracking software. What? Have you ever heard of this? No. See, the so, fact that there's alien <laughs> software. So what it is is like people across the world install this software and all of them are Across like, the world? Yes. They're like pinging the universe to see if there's alien activity or something. And so... But we had all of our corporate, like, important stuff on these servers. And it was my boss. So I was like, um, we can't install the um, alien software on here. And Shit. and so, like, I would uninstall it when he wasn't around and, like, hope that he didn't notice. And then the next time I went on the server, he had reinstalled it. And so and you are questioning why I think right. more than a thousand. When you're sitting here talking about software that your company... We had to take away his admin rights because he... <laughs> We're like, dude, you're going to get a virus with that alien software. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. It's still you here. He was disappointed. I was disappointed to find myself out of the UFO field. Oh, Larry. <laughs> wah, wah. Poor Larry. But I received another assignment and had to move on anyway. So oh. it wasn't the kind of thing that would last indefinitely. He still, he did it for a while, right? A couple of years, it sounds like. Wait, 67 from the 1969? Oh, oh, okay. Just two years. Oh, okay. wait. From the no, 40s? you're right. You're right. No, the Project Blue Book. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. their code names, too. <laughs> Project Blue Project Book. Blue okay, Book. let's see. Where am I? Uh, <laughs> indefinitely. Where were people supposed to report UFO sightings once the Air Force closed Project Blue Book? People were told to notify their local law enforcement if they saw UFOs. Do you think people really called 911 and were like, excuse me, I think well, I just saw for you an unidentified flying object. Above my house. Isn't I wonder who came up with unidentified flying object too, like UFO. Like extraterrestrial. You know what I mean? Like unidentified it's it's a flying object that I can't identify. That could right. be like a fris a new found frisbee that you It was probably the first acronym of our time. I don't oh, know. God. Okay, <laughs> <never mind. laughs> 
That's another thing. What's the first acronym of our time? What does that mean? I don't know. All right, sorry. I'm giving you pressure. We're almost done with the, the thing here. Poor Larry doesn't have much more to say. See, I told you it was okay anyway. Uh, do you think local law enforcement is qualified <laughs> to do the job? Burn on local that law enforcement. That is a good Uh-oh. question, though, because he was, you know. He was specially trained. Specialized to... in the Project Blue Book. Oh, God. I hope that an alien doesn't come visit me now that I'm mocking them and they heard me. No, it's fine. Okay. I think a ghost is going to show up tonight. <laughs> no! I think you're going to end up in the upside no! down. Ariana Grande, cancel your concert so my husband will come home and I'll be safe. <laughs> your lights, your Christmas lights in the living room are going to start flicker. to flicker. Oh, no. I don't think the local law enforcement agencies <laughs> have the motivation or the resources to diligently follow up on UFO reports. Besides, local law enforcement people would probably ask themselves, if the Air Force doesn't care about UFO sightings any longer, why should we? And you know what? Fan favorite Avril, Avril Watson thinks that that's a valid question. Like, why, if they're not going to care about it anymore, like, you're just going to throw this onto us? You like, know who gives a rat? You know who gives a rats? Who? Hopper from Stranger <laughs> Things. Like, I was just thinking about that. I was like, he's exactly that person. Where I love was, that Hopper character. Where he's skeptical. He's another he's Mulder. Like, he's like, not yep, cute, but yep. there's something freaking oh, sexy and mainly about that guy. He's no, hot. but if you, like, be honest. If you ran into that guy hot. walking down the street. <laughs> no, you're lying. If you ran into that guy walking down the street, you'd be like, you wouldn't even pay attention here's, to him. He's just another dude you're walking right. down well, the street. If you're right. It would depend. Wearing brown in Seattle. What he's wearing. If he's wearing Dockers, you're right. I would ignore him. But uh, there's it. something about that character. You know what it though. is? I like a big dude. Like big burly I man. I like a big a manly. bear hug like yeah. guy. No, but I, I guess it. you're right. You know, in the first few episodes of that show, this is now, this is the Stranger Things podcast. <gasps> we should totally do, oh my God. We Gosh, should. we should watch it and record as we watch. Anyway, um, sorry, what was I talking about? Hopper. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, on the first few though, they showed him as like a drunkard, and you kind of didn't True. like him because you were pissed. You're like, look at this fucking lazy ass guy. And um, sorry, I'm cursing a lot today. Get out of your ding dang trailer and go do something and find <laughs> freaking Barb. Hidely diddly neighbor. Barb Get needs more attention. Is that you that got me start saying ding dang instead of uh, motherfucker? <laughs> I, I try not to swear, so oh, you know the ding okay. dang, the freaking Friday. Get out of your ding dang trailer. So yeah, maybe he wouldn't have been as sexy if he turned out to be evil, like the way Matthew Modine is not sexy at all because he's yes, evil. Yes, creepy. Did you see Quicksilver? No, Vision Quest. Oh God, yes. I <laughs> totally had a crush on a wrestler in high school. <gasps> and so we watch Vision, Vision Quest all the time. And I think it was filmed in Spokane. Really? Yeah. So Spokane? Spokaneistan? Yeah. I have all kinds of Spoka names. Vegas? Yeah. Like it meant a lot more because it was locally filmed oh, and Matthew Modine. Matthew Modine was cute back then. Yeah. And then the guy from Stinking 16 Candles. <gasps> Jake was Ryan? It? Yes. Jake Ryan. He's like the big wrestler oh. guy. Oh. Uh, but anyways, we digress. <laughs> we were talking about you. Well, my husband, and somehow we got oh, we'll get there. Yeah. My husband was, he recorded all these um, 80s, my husband, he recorded all these 80s videos and we were watching them last night and one of them was 
Crazy for You by Madonna, and that's from Vision that's Quest. That's in that movie. And yes. I've never seen it. And What? I've never seen it. But I've there watched was, it like 12 times. She's singing. So picture that song. It's slow, right? She's starting off. It's like a slow ballad. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, they show him like doing push-ups and working out. And you're just like, wait, why is she? It's so slow. But then Linda Fiorentino? Is I that know, her name? She's, it, she was never she's been in anything She's wearing like big else. blazers and no pants. Curly and, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's oh. all into her. I guess she's all, older. What is it, a wrestling love story? Oh, yeah, yeah. she's like an Pretty old woman. I was like, he's supposed to be in high school? Yeah, he was. Oh. And she's an older woman, and they yep. get it on, and yep. that's yep. the whole yep. premise. And wrestling. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wait, and name as many wrestling <laughs> movies as you can. That's... The Wrestler. Any other wrestling movies? <laughs> oh, yeah, movies? that's it. Yeah. Those are the only that's two. It. <laughs> <laughs> the end. That's all called in the movie? Oh, great wrestler. The Wrestler. Okay. Uh... <laughs> He didn't believe in the Do earth, you so. did you get UFOs on the brain? What kind of question is this, Suzanne? Did you get UFOs on the brain? Or were you always looking for them? Sometimes. I would get a call at night and I would go outside to see if I could see what they were seeing. Did wow, I... th- there's a lot of see. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad editing on my part. Did you ever see any UFOs yourself? Once I was with a couple of sergeants out on the road and we saw something peculiar. A light maneuvering in the sky. Later, someone else reported it, too, I think. The job just reinforced my own nature to be skeptical but keep an open mind. You're either so gullible that you'll believe everything or so skeptical you believe nothing. I try to keep a balance between the two. See, I like this, Larry. That's how I feel. I feel like yeah, but I'm skeptical for the most part. But wouldn't this interview be better if he was just like, oh, yeah. That's yeah, there totally. are UFOs. Or right. no way in hell are they. Well, even if he said no way, that'd be kind you of You did a bad job. You should have tried to <laughs> coax it out of him. Right. Just that really deep down. I should have like, waterboarded Heck him. yeah, there's a UFO. And I totally saw one. I should have kept him in a room for 25 hours straight <laughs> and questioned him until he did cracked. Did some water torture. Exactly. Waterboarding. You believe in cracked. UFOs. He's like, I do. I believe in UFOs. Tell me what you saw. I saw a monkey coming from <laughs> Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another uh, interview or the week after. Anyway, coming soon, another interview. There's lots of them. Any parting words, Avril? I really want to um, look at speak and spells and see, like, What's your favorite they... letter on a speak and spell? I never had one. <gasps> Wubble you. Don't you know Wubble oh, Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, I did My like mother-in-law still has a closet full of 80s toys. From <gasps> I love Mike's. it. You need to get photos from her. She has a speak and spell. She Tell has her to send a, a box of 80s what's stuff What's the to owl us? calculator that was the same time as the speak and spell? Do you remember? It was like the math guy. Oh, I sort of do remember that. I didn't yeah, have it, Professor though. somebody. Professor right. owl calculator. Oh, I really want her to send pictures or like a box of 80s toys to us. So yes. we can play with them. They're all yellow and filthy. <laughs> like they're And from closet. Radio Shack. Yeah. <laughs> There, she's got everything. I told you, she used to send Lucy presents that she bought before Lucy existed. She bought her a Barbie doll from like the 86 Olympics or something. Oh my gosh. And she mailed it to us. And I'm like, how did you know you were going to have a granddaughter? She was just banking on the fact that she might. She knew someday. My God. All right. What's our parting catchphrase? Goodbye. We like do, 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 do. Whatever that X-Files song was. Because <laughs> it's the UFO episode. Oh, is that how it goes? Do, I haven't heard do, it in so do, long. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, bye. See bye. Bye.